Play vodka, whiskey, beer, tequila, more beer, more vodka, more whiskey, and more beer. I'm a real American, fight for the rights of every man. I am a real American, fight for what's right, fight for your life. Tell you what that is. Man, that is just a badass theme song. What is up, everybody? Donnie Dickshot, BHB tonight. Welcome. We have a great show coming up tonight. We have a great interview. The first interview for the BHB tonight, which will be with Mafia, the owner of the San Juan Cazadores. We'll also got this week in the BHB, the BHB Player of the Week. We'll get to some rumors and then another major announcement coming out. So stay tuned. We'll be right back with the This Week in the BHB. This Week in the BHB. All right, and this is the This Week in the BHB. A lot of games to get to, so let's go ahead and get to it. Uh, before we get into this, there was two sweeps this week. One I seen coming. The other... Not so much. Uh, so we'll talk about the first one is the Cazadores and the Hummingbirds. Game one, the Hummingbirds took five to four. It was an epic battle back and forth. It was tied up in the eighth. Uh, going into the bottom of the ninth with the bases loaded, Dill Pickles takes a 1-0 fastball to left and wins the ball game. Uh, so the final score of that was five to four. Zimbabwe cash money with an inning pitched, one hit, and two Ks gets the win. Froyo Zen pitching a third, getting three hits and one earned run. Some key stats: Borges went three for four with a home run and an RBI. Biscuit Basher went one for four with a home run and an RBI, and Allen went one for three with two RBIs, while Max Chapman for the Hummingbirds went hit a home run and two RBIs, and Tom Schaefer also hit a home run and two RBIs. So game two, the Hummingbirds took that game four to three as well. The Cazadores had a one-run lead until the fourth when Mick Tingle hits a two-run shot to make it two to one. They end up getting tied up until the bottom of the ninth with bases loaded to one out. Jacob Hartfield knocks in the game winning run. Hartfield actually went three for four in this game and was only playing because Salvatore cash money tweaked his groin, according to sources. So big game for the, uh, for the bench player. So Zimbabwe cash money once again, gets the win going, going an inning and two thirds giving up one hit while Froyo Zen again takes a loss, going one and one-third inning, hitting three, getting three hits, uh, one run and three walks. So some stats from that game, Patrick McKinstry and Biscuit Basher each had a sacrifice RBI. Uh, McTingle went two for four with a home run and two RBIs, and we already talked about Hartfield going three for four 
in that ball game. Uh, game three, the Hummingbirds took nine to seven. Herschel Hershey was the winner in that one, going seven and a third, having seven hits, three run runs, four Ks. Carter Williams going six and two thirds, giving up ten hits, eight earned runs. One walk and two strikeouts. Zimbabwe cash money actually gets a save in that game as well. Uh, Joey Phillips for the Casadores going three for five with two two RBIs. And McKinstry going two for five with three RBIs. So good game on that side, even though they took the loss. Uh, Eric Andrews going two for five with a home run and five RBIs in that game for Andrews. Grayson King with a home run and two RBIs. And McTingle going two for four with an RBI. And then the final game of that series, this was all hummingbirds as they complete the sweep of the Cazadores behind the bat of Salvatore Cash Money with two home runs and four RBIs. Andrew pitched a complete game, giving up five hits and having four strikeouts. Andrews pitching a complete game, like I said, five hits, two earned runs, four Ks. Smith takes a loss going five innings, eight Hits, four and runs, three walks, and a strikeout. McKinstry with a home run and an RBI. Allen with one for four with an RBI. Salvatore Cash Money, as we said before, two for four with four ribbies. And Tom Schaefer going three for four with an RBI. So Cazadores went down a little bit on that one. Uh, You know, they took the sweep. Um, Hopefully they'll get some momentum going to the next series. Probably not because they're actually going to be facing me. And that Mad Panda, so hopefully they won't get too much momentum, but they're a good team, so they just need to turn it around. So the second series that I want to mention is the Man Meats and the Crickets. Now, last week in the Dick Shop Money Shot, I said that the Man Meats would sweep the Crickets. I was fucking way off. Uh, It's actually the Crickets who swept the Man Meats. So let's go ahead and get into those games. Game one was a 3-1 to score. It was a close game as the Crickets got help on the offensive side thanks to Titanius Anglesmith going two for three with two RBIs and Yatsi Z adding an RBI double. Uh, Jade Richards pitched a complete game to end that one. So she went nine innings, six hits, one earned run and two Ks, while Cannonball Plunk took the loss. Seven innings pitch, five hits, three earned runs, one walk and two strikeouts. Howie Felter Snatch went one for four. Anglesmith went two for three with two RBIs, as I said, and Yatsi Z went one for three with an RBI. Game two, this game was back and forth. Uh, It was a 5-4 game going into the bottom of the eighth when the Crickets put up a four-run inning thanks to a triple from Yah to Z, knocking in two runs. Parker Thomas knocks in a run, and even Benji Peters, the closing pitcher, hit a double to score in the ninth. And that's where it ended up being the final of 9-4. Simpson took the win with one inning pitch, one hit, one run. Bart Danielson, one of the nominees last week for player of the week, seven and a third, nine hits, six earned runs, two walks in a K, took the loss. Benji Peters gets the save, three hits and an earned run. Carlos Ramos went two for four with a home run and RBI. Howie Feltersnatch went two for four with an RBI. Yata Z went two for four with a home run and three RBIs. And Mantis Toboggan, two for three with an RBI game three went to the crickets again, four to one Tom Noble pitched a complete game, nine hits, one run and four K's Gregory Johnson took the loss going seven strong, nine hits, three on runs, one walk and two strikeouts. Rob masters goes to 0 for three, but he gets a sack fly RBI pinhead. Larry goes one for four 
And Charlie Bubblegum, two for four with two ribbies. And Yacht Z, one for four with an RBI. So game four today, the Crickets ended up winning that game seven to five. Benji Peters gets the win in an inning and two-thirds, while Green gets an inning and a third, takes a loss with two hits and two earned runs. Ramos going one for five for the home run and an RBI. Masters and Miller each with a home run in that game. Thomas Noble goes four for four with a home run and an RBI. And Charlie Bubblegum somehow goes 0 for four, but gets two RBIs. It's a new one. So that is that's an interesting stat. So the crickets, as I said, they took the sweep for O. Then the final series that we'll talk about is the Steamers and the Mad Pandas. This one was almost a sweep of epic battle, like always, between the Steamers and the Mad Pandas. Let's get into it. The first game was an 8-1 game with the Steamers pulling out on top. That was all them. No other way to put it. Barry Steak Fries once again showing why. The BHB, he is the best in the league. Complete game for him. James Pressing was a little off, going six strong, also giving up six earned runs at the same time. Steak Fries giving up seven hits, one earned run is six Ks. Pressing eight hits, six earned runs, and two Ks. Uh, Smashing Jackson, two for three with a home run of three RBIs. Thermos Monsoon with a home run of two RBIs. Dong Manningly with a home run of an RBI. It's a theme here. You'll you'll hear that. Uh, Ricky Rodriguez with a home run in an RBI, and Troy Pressing goes two for four. Uh, game two, the Steamers won that one, eight to three. Uh, Dong started off with in the first inning with a 476 foot Dong shot. After that, it was kind of a close game until Womp Homebrew came up and got Womped again in the eighth inning, giving up four earned runs in the eighth. And the Steamers took that one, 8-2-3. Dexter Jackson going seven strong, giving up eight hits, two earned runs. Dickie Rodriguez, seven strong, giving up eight hits and four earned runs. Manningly, as I said, got the home run in the RBI. Willie Mays Hayes with a home run. And Thermos Monson Monsoon going two for five with two RBIs. Troy Pressing had a good game, going three for four with a home run and two ribbies. Easy Breezy, three for four with an RBI. And Womp Homebrew, as I said, five hits, four earned runs, and two walks. Uh, game three, which was yesterday, will be a game that I will tell my little dick shots about. This one's being called the best game in BHB history. This game went back and forth until, until the ninth. I mean, we tied it up 10 to 10. Going into the 10th inning, Travis Bickle hits a solo shot that ends up being the game winner. The score was 11-10. to 10. Just to give you a little bit further detail here, 21 combined runs on 34 hits. So... That was it was it was an amazing game to watch. Anybody that watched that game or you didn't watch it, you totally missed out. Uh, Armstrong took the win, two innings pitched, one hit, one a run. Peter McLongfellow took the loss, two innings pitched, two hits, one a run. Willie Mays Hayes, two home runs, five RBIs. Travis Bickle with the game-winning home run and the RBI. Smashing Jackson with two home runs and two RBIs. Myself, I actually had a really good game. Two home runs and three ribbies. Big Al hit a home run. He had four RBIs in that game. Aaron Ozera with two for five with an RBI. And then today was another classic between us. Game tied. 
bottom of the ninth, two outs, and your boy, Donnie Dickshot, comes up to the plate and smashes a game-winning home run. I was pumped. Darla was pumped. I mean, she came right into the office and did what she had to do to say she was sorry for all those trips over the Dong's hotel room. And we avoided the sweep by winning the game 4-3. to three. Xavier pitched the third, got the win. Nick Lelouch pitched two-thirds an inning, took the loss. Do want to give shout-out to Womp Homebrew in this game. Went two and two-thirds innings, three hits, one walk, two strikeouts, gave up no runs. So maybe a pep talk did help Womp after all. Uh, so in this game, Thermos Monsoon went two for four with a home run. Dong Manningly went one for four with an RBI. Myself, I went three for five with a home run in the ribby. And Jimmy Dingers went three for four with two RBIs. Next up, we are going to be playing the interview that I did with the San Juan Cazadores owner, Mafia. So check it out. Inside the owner's box. All right, and welcome back, everybody. This is In the Owner's Box. Uh, we are going to be having a conversation today with the one, the only, Mafia, the mayor of Bomb City. What's going on, man? Mayor of Bomb City. Bomb City, of course, uh, going through a really rough time right now. Well, yeah. I guess you can, yeah, you can kind of uh, empathize with our struggle right now. Yeah, we, I can a little bit. Yeah, you know, uh, <laughs> we blew, we had... Coming into the series against you guys, we were kind of in a similar situation. We were good, but we had just blown three to the crickets, mm-hmm. right? We blew three to the crickets, and the last, the only time we won, you know, I didn't really feel like we always have these games where like we almost win, mm-hmm. but then you know just choke it away type thing. So. You know, it's it's tough. It's tough being a Cazadore right now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you guys definitely in that series against us. I mean, the first two games, I mean, you guys totally just took us out. I mean, of course, yeah. Biscuit with a grand slam Biscuit. helps Biscuit. the cause. <laughs> the, I think game two and three, those were the most entertaining games I've seen all year. Yes. Where, you're, where we took you guys to extras and came from behind to win. And then you guys uh, with Big Al's big walk-off shot right there mm-hmm. yeah where that was really you know that was some entertaining stuff right there uh it, too bad that was the last time we've won <laughs> <laughs> yeah that, that is and really i mean the game four against you guys is the last time we won so there you go yeah yeah you know, so so let's go into let's go into this week's series um you guys are going up against the defending champion, the Hummingbirds. The so hummingbirds. <laughs> talk a little bit about that. I mean, obviously you guys uh, have went 0-2 to in the first honest, two games. I looked way past this team. Because you see the stats, right? Yeah. Uh, so you see none of their guys. The only guy that's above average in terms of ops is cash money, right? Mm-hmm. They, they have a really good rotation, but their lineup isn't really that strong. And I don't see them having really that much continued success considering they never seem to win big. They always seem to squeak by. Yes, very uh, true. So I think we just look right past them. You know, we we were coming off two statement wins. It was a split, but it was a split that I felt like we came out of this like a winning series. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like, oh, uh, yeah, we, we took Irvington to four. You know, we, we really had a good time. 
and we've gotten our asses beat. <laughs> or Man. not really beat, but just de- completely demoralized. Yeah, and, and I'll tell you, it's not – it's easy to overlook the Hummingbirds because you're right. I mean, the – the lineup, the, really, the team doesn't scare you, but when they go on a streak, man, they really prove why they were the champs yeah. last season. You know, I mean, so I think what's your guys' record right now? I believe you guys are We're eight and nine. Eight right and nine. Now. That's right. So you guys are basically like or no third. eight and ten. Yeah, eight, eight and, and ten. ten. We're fourth place. Steamers and Hummingbirds are first and second. Yeah, uh, Irvington third and Casadori's fourth. We hold the tiebreaker over the crickets, who are mm-hmm. also eight and ten. Mm-hmm. Um, and if we if we really if we go any further down, I, I don't know what to say. Well, I don't know if you're going to go any further down past the crickets. I mean, I, I think <laughs> I mean, I, you know, but the, the I mean, crickets, I'll tell you, the crickets are playing decent right now. They're playing I mean, decent, you know. But I think there's there are three tiers. There are three tiers, and none of them are really defined. But there's World Series, there's playoffs, and then there's man meets, right? Oh, no, no, no disrespect. No, no. Um, and Shots fired. Yeah. A team, a team that I thought was man meets level, you know, I, I don't know. The crickets are kind of the opposite, where they – have almost or not the opposite but when you look at the man meets right they've got a lot of active guys they've got a lot of guys who really seem to care about this sort of thing but lubbock only has william thompson and um pro mario car pro mario Kart's a good guy that yeah. are really really active mm-hmm. but you know I, I don't know what they're doing they have some sort of magic lo- it's luck it's the cricket luck Type thing. Yeah, and and like last, you know, on last week's show, you know, the money shot was basically I thought the man meets were going to sweep these crickets, and I was way off. <laughs> uh, you know, I was you know cannonball plunk in that first game, going seven innings, giving up five hits and three or runs. But I mean, Richards coming right back with a complete game and only giving up one. I was, I mean, I was blown away by that. Jade Richards, I, I might, I might talk to Pro Mario Kart about next year because Richards in. Uh, in the preseason, I think she one hit us, mm-hmm. and then, oh, sorry if there's something in the background. Um, and then during our meet, I don't know exactly the stats. I have to put that up, but uh, she manhandled us too. So yeah. I mean, if you can't beat them, join them type. Thing. Yeah, like, true. I mean, that's that's a good way to look at it. You know, I mean, definitely next season. You know, we're going to have the two new expansion teams. There's probably going to be some free agency moves around, so it should be an interesting offseason oh, for the I'm BHB. Excited. I'm excited oh. for the two new expansions, you know? Like, I'm excited because I get to finally get my new logo up. So, you know, I announced last week that we're going to be called the Desperados starting next season. So, Desperado. uh, I like that. Yeah, the Desperados. I, like I, you know what? When we first when we first made the team, you know, the Mad Panda logo looked pretty cool. And then mm-hmm. I was just, as it kept going on, I'm like, you know what? Like, Mad Pandas just sounds odd. <laughs> Mad so, Pandas? Yeah, the Mad I, Pandas. I like it. I like it. But, you know, Desperados, that's hard to beat. That's hard to beat, True. you know? That's like, uh, oh, my God. You know, this is going to be a really weird analogy, right? You know, um, Talladega Knights, right? Yeah. When uh, Cal Naughton, his name is the Magic Man, right? Yep. Where it, at first it was Shake and Bake, which is a good name, 
But the sure. Magic Man is like, oh, you know. They, what, 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 was, even, what was Ricky Bobby? Was it like El Diablo or something? El Diablo. Oh, perfect. See, that could El, be a that could be a good team name. El, so anybody El looking Mon- down the road for a oh, just make, yeah, team just in the make, future, just make Ricky, the El Diablos. Yeah, or make Ricky Bobby and Cal uh, Naughton as yeah. players. You know, I, I could probably make those. I was surprised that nobody's done that yet. I, uh, you know, come on. So yes, so yesterday's game, I don't, you know, I don't want to bring up, you know, bad news or anything, you know, mm-hmm. but yesterday's no, game, so obviously, <laughs> you know, it was a close one. You know, you guys was, took a loss by one. Yeah. Two, that's two straight, two straight where the bases are loaded. Froyo Zen is pitching and, uh, we just get, kind of get screwed. You know, we we've got, Individually, really, we were talking about this in the Casadori's dugout type thing that we have individually possibly the best group of players. I, I'm, 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 you know, I'm kind of speaking out of my ass here. Yeah. In my, in my, in my humble opinion, we have some of the best individual guys, but we hit. If you watch that game, right, it started off DJ Spinner. Or Dante Spinner gets on base and immediately steals as like fifty speed, mm-hmm. which is not—it's not good at all. He steals, gets caught immediately after Devonta Duncan hits a home run. That would have been the tie right there. Yeah. And then the—I think it was Joey Phillips triple. Mm-hmm. The Joey Phillips triple would have brought us over the top. We wouldn't have been anywhere near as screwed when the bases got loaded. Yeah, I, th- you know, watching that game yesterday, oh. I thought you guys for sure was going to take that victory. Um, but you know, that's that's how it goes in a BHB sometimes. That's, you know, that's, that's how it goes. <laughs> what uh, I I said this to the guys that uh, we're kind of you know the kind of biblical or religious thing. I'm not really you know, but that you know you go through intense suffering to prove your faith. Mm-hmm. This is kind of like that moment where. We, we have this moment where we're kind of almost there, but we keep getting literally dick shot, right? <laughs> nice Dick one. shot, dick punch, right? Um, and, you know, we, we, it's, it's times like this where, you know, people might flake on us. They might be like, oh, well, you know, we're, we're 8 and 10. We're losing. But, you know, it's good to see that, Guys like Joey Phillips, guys like Dusty Cross, guys like Biscuit Basher, even Froyo Zen, like, you know, even Patty Matt, Patty, you know, guys that haven't been really active are still showing support for the team. It's a really good sign when you see guys just coming up for it. Yeah, and that's that's kind of the way I feel about ours, our side, because really, you know, we have a few active guys like Big Al, myself. Um, but then there's guys that are never in a chat like Jimmy Dingers and, um, you know, Troy pressings never in the chat either. So, mm-hmm. you know, it, but they, but they come in, they do their progressions and everything. And that's, and that's what matters, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and yeah. like I said the other day in the chat, I was like, you can't just force people to do it, but, um, you know, obviously yeah. as long as they keep doing the progressions, you know, we're, we're set. Yeah. Um, yeah. So let so let's just talk about some of these other series real quick. I really hate yeah, to bring my own up, but let's go ahead, let's go ahead and talk about the Mad Pandas and the Steamers, in your opinion. So, Mad Pandas, this one, I think that if I'm being, I, I see this one as a possible. I 
see three teams right now as playoff contenders right now. Now, four, I, I was into this series, I saw four. But mm-hmm. uh, it depends on how the Kazadoris do. But I really think Steamers, Pandas, that would make a, an amazing playoff series. Kind of the repeat of last year's. Yes. Because, you know, I see, I, I don't know. It's kind of just this ethereal thing. Mm-hmm. It's hard. It's hard to explain, but well, in my mind, know. it's it's the biggest rivalry in the BHB for sure. Yes. Yeah, I think yeah. those two. I think Steamers Pandas. Uh, I mean, Steamers Pandas. Uh, Casadores Pandas might be one, or Casadores Pandas. I'll tell you what. We had a really good out. series. I thought. Yeah, we had. You know, we had a really good series. That was our. That was our most fun series. You know. Yeah. That one, the steamers one, was our most fun. Sure, we didn't win. You know, it wasn't like man meets where we just absolutely dominated, but that was a fun one. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I come in right. So background: I'm in the Italian time zone, right? So it's yeah. seven o'clock when I watch my game. Mm-hmm. Seven thirty usually, I'll be washing up or something like that, right? I. So I, I see the end of the game and I go off and I come back and it was like what, six to three. It was it was something crazy. I yeah, like, they was, they opened up on us pretty good. Yeah, you know, <laughs> it, it really. I mean, it really like in that game yesterday. I mean, both pitchers, you know, Jackson for the Steamers and then Dinky Rodriguez for us. I mean, they both pitched pretty solid, but it was just you know they cool. they hit they hit us to death. I mean, Dong hit another home run. Willie Mays yeah. Hayes in another home run. Thermos Monsoon was was great once again. Our bull for my for me our bullpen is our problem because like Womp Homebrew for example, man oh, he gosh man. so so his stat line yesterday for Womp was an inning pitch, five hits, four earned runs, two walks. Ouch. Yeah. Ouch. So yeah, that's that reminds me. I don't know if you remember this, but. When we first started in spring training, right? Yeah. It's kind of like it was kind of like now where we would get close, but our relievers were awful. That's why you know I'm so keen on signing anyone I can find mm-hmm. because that that conditioned me to just find anyone I can to get better than those AI. Yeah, because I think relievers are kind of curved in a way where they need to be really really good. Mm-hmm. You know, like. A starter with 60-60-60, for instance, is not nearly going to be as big of a problem as a 60-60-60 reliever, reliever if you're not yep. prepared. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with you. I mean, because that's why, like, you know, McLongfellow, he's in our – I mean, to me, he's our best reliever. Just cause I think he's like 74, 75, 75, I think. Um, so I've, you know, I've built him up quite a bit, but he was going back and forth between the starting rotation reliever, starting rotation. Sometimes when I watch these games, I'm like, man, maybe I should have just put him back in the rotation. Yeah. Cause it's just, gosh, it's just, it's hard to watch. It's hard to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so let's preview, you know, your guys's game today. Obviously, um, I think you guys have a one o'clock start. Am I right? Yes, yeah. we have a one o'clock start right now. So who? So who's the uh, who's so the starter we, for you guys today? We have Mister. Let me pull up the thing right now. Mister Carter Williams. He is currently the. Uh, I don't want to 
disrespect him, but he has the most ops given up of any of our pitchers right now. Ooh. He is really bad. You know, he what I'm looking at right now in the stats, he's giving up a ton of really good hits, like like really well hit balls. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's not good. You know, he's decent. I think he's what it is is that he wins a lot. Yeah, he kind of he kind of can carry us to a winning game. He beat, I think he him, I think he was the starter for both of our winning games against the Steamers and Crickets, respectively. Um, I think he was. I think you're right. Yeah, so he he's kind of lucky in that respect. But uh, Patty upgraded him recently, so I'm really hoping that pays some dividends right now. He's showing some good stats, and I think really this game will kind of prove where I think our four starters are heading in direction-wise because we don't have any bad starters, but we don't have any, you know, elite. We don't have the Hummingbirds rotation. We don't have the Mm -hmm. Steamers rotation, right? We don't Mm -hmm. have – Yeah. But you guys are building up, though. Yeah, we're building up. You're building up. I like to compare it to the 2014 Orioles, kind of. That's I'm biased because I'm an Orioles fan, but uh, they had you know they had Chen, they had Tillman, they had, they had these guys that nobody outside of Baltimore would know. Mm-hmm. But you know they, they dish they dish it pretty well. Not not enough to you know take them all the way, but enough to yeah. at least at least provide some well needed optimism. The Orioles. <laughs> um, well, I, I mean, yeah, yeah, I can understand that. Tough times for for Orioles fans, that's for sure. Yeah, you know, I mean, I like to think of it as it's much better than early two thousands. You know, two thousand, especially two thousand like seven, two thousand eight. We would get all these random free agents, and then you know, down you know, we get like Miguel Tejada. Mm-hmm. Or Kevin Millar. Oh, we had all these like weird power bats. They would do okay for us, but we'd end up in the bottom again. Just kind of mediocre. Yeah, so, that's a tough division, though. That's a tough division. It's it's a tough division. Yeah. So going through yep. Sorry, going I through the league rumors. No, you're fine. Going going through the league rumors and stuff. There was something that was posted yesterday about Froyo Zan uh, getting into an argument with the manager after the loss. Oh, Mr. Grummet, Mr. Zach Grummet. Were you there when we, uh, back when Zach Grummet was on our team? I I believe so. I remember the name, yeah. Old Man Grummet. Because mm-hmm. the backstory is he was uh, the old right fielder for us, inactive guy, stuff like that, right? But yeah. he had a knack for blowing, like blowing any momentum we had, right? He was at mm-hmm. the bottom of our order and... He's had he had an okay stat line, but he choked in big situations. So he got the name Old Man Grummet, a because he looked like an old man, and b because he hit like an old man. Um, and then eventually, you know, we I was just like, oh, I might, you know, I like this guy. I kind of like the old man moniker, and we just made him our manager. And ever since then, we've been screwed over by the AI. So. Uh, you know, I, I I don't blame him. I think we saw Borges yelling at him. We've seen Saragosa is a very angry person, so I wouldn't blame him if Saragosa is a little mad at him. 
So is he? So is he officially on the hot seat then? He, I, I think he's been on the hot seat since uh, well, for a little bit, probably, but <laughs> for a little bit. Um, well, I mean, there could so there could be a possible you know coaching change in oh, San Juan. Yeah. Could so be. Could I be. think? I listen, listen. I, I don't want to divulge what's happening behind the scenes in the San Juan office, but we are we do have plenty of good leaders in our dugout, mm-hmm. and you know we've got guys. We have Joey Phillips, who's planning to become player manager of New York. We have Dusty Crust, who's really risen to the occasion. Um, so I don't know. I mean, we we have confidence in Zach, but we we will need to see. We we'll need to see, see right. what happens. Um, right now, I'm looking at the rumors right now. What's going on with Darla? Man, <laughs> she uh, yeah. So there was. You know, yesterday wasn't a good day. You know, obviously, I wasn't really too thrilled after the loss, um, you know, because I just want to just, you know, beat the poop, beat the shit out of the steamers, theoretically. Um, mm-hmm. And so, oh, come on. Yeah. Come on. So anytime I can, anytime I can beat the steamers, that's always a plus. So I uh, wasn't really happy in the, in the office yesterday. Darla came in, ended up oh. finding out some stuff that happened, you know, talking to she try to come at me saying dong hits better. So it was, Ooh. but we're good. We're, we're okay. We had a nice long talk last night after Dar- yoga. So, so we're good. Darla, Darla, Darla. Hey, <laughs> listen, listen, I, I don't mean to undermine you, but you know, San, San Juan's pretty nice. You know, you could wear your bathing suit, just come down, say hi, say yeah. hi to all the, uh, no, I, I won't do that to you, man. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe on the maybe on the uh, road trip, if we come back into San Juan to play. Oh uh, yes, we'll have to take a little vacation, a little double header. You know what I'm saying? A little double header. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, yeah. So, so before, so before we go, man, what I usually plan on doing with these interviews is just kind of letting the guests have the floor, let them say whatever they want. I know in the chat you were saying you had a lot to go and a lot to say, so. The floor is yours, my man. End it. All right, all right, all right. This is Hot Takes by Mr. Mafia. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Right now, I've been tracking run differential and Pythagorean wins, losses, stuff like that. We are, the man meets in us, us being San Juan, are cursed, I believe. The, due to our um, run differential and just the way we've been playing, we should be ten and eight, and the man meets should at least be six and twelve, right? Okay. But we're not. We're not. So I said this before, but I'll make it official. God hates us. <laughs> God. God clearly is. I think he's. I'd have to say he's like a crickets fan. He might be a hummingbirds oh, fan. No, think, wow! Don't say that. I think he might be a hummingbirds fan because. The Hummingbirds, with their 60 and 63 run differential, minus three, right? Mm-hmm. They should be nine and nine, but are 12 and six and making a serious run for number one. Um, and we all know that once they get into the playoffs, they're hard to beat. So ah, my that's hot take number one. Hot take number two, uh, San Juan. Listen, I know we're all listening to this right now. It'll probably be after the series with the Hummingbirds. And 
I'm crossing both of my fingers that we won those next two games. You know, I've got I, – I did kind of flame Carter Williams, but I really hope he puts it together. I really hope Tyler puts it together. Um, I, I just want – I just want to see us win. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just want to see us win. Uh, no. Um, uh, Patty Mack is still a beast. Trent Williams – could be the Barry Bonds of our league. Oh yeah, yeah. We took Trent from you. Yeah, that's and, right. Yeah. Anything you, you need to? Uh, anything you need You're to welcome. inform us? With? <laughs> <laughs> no, Trent. Trent's a good dude. So he's a good yeah, guy, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. active. You know, he's not like, uh, like Bob Marley active, but he's active, all right. Yeah. Bob Marley, please, if you're listening to this, come home. And I, I know you're you're dealing with some stuff, but. Sooner we can get you back in the starting lineup, or at least get get you back on the uh, roster, the better. And um, last but not least, I wish nothing but luck, especially to my host team. The oh my god, I'm just <laughs> the what? <laughs> the Mad Panda, Irvington Mad Pandas, <laughs> otherwise known as the Irvington Desperados. Um, I wish them nothing but luck in their losing streak. I wish the international man means nothing but luck because honestly, I, I talked about us being cursed, but those guys—they're too too many nice guys, too many good players on that team to be four and fourteen right now. Yeah, I mean, Howie was a was a mad panda last season, so yeah, ex- yeah. I, I always I always have a little soft spot for the man meets. Yep, and I wish nothing but luck to both the sod and to the empire kind of biased towards the empire. Cause Joey and Froyo are yeah. going to be heading there, but I, I want to see what happens. You know, I kind of missed the first game Friday night, but mm-hmm. uh, this, this next double header should be interesting. Should be really interesting on how it yeah. ends up next year. Cause they're both coming into our division. So mm-hmm. we see. Yeah. And, and I'll tell you, there's a player on there, like I mentioned last week, Dr. Nick Riviera. Oh, no. That guy's going to be – Hi, everybody. It's me, Nick Riviera. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I was watching he, – He's going to be tough. I was watching The Simpsons, too. Yeah, I was just watching it not long ago. Oh, so. yeah. yeah. We just, just got Disney+. Plus. If Darla, if you want to watch uh, – last word, uh, Darla, if you want to watch Disney+, Plus with us, just cuddle up and watch some old Simpsons. Oh, there we Mr. go. <laughs> I think Ricardo Saragoza, he really needs someone right now. He's been hit in the head with a baseball twice. I don't even know if he knows his name, but he can know love. <laughs> and he can know passion. And with there you that, go. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe Darla can come and help him out a little yeah, bit. Yeah, so. come on. Come on. I mean, we're, we're talking about two concussions in two weeks. Uh, yeah, this, he, he's taking a beating, that's for sure. He's taking Poor God. Poor All God. right, man. Well, that, I want to thank you um, for coming on. Hey, anytime, anytime. If you need just some color commentator, stuff like that. Oh, definitely. We'll get you. We'll get you back on here down the road. Oh, yeah, so that, that's for sure. Um, wish nothing but luck to all six teams. I hope everyone plays great and that we win. Um, and I'd like to thank Mr. Dickshot. For the invite, you know, this has been really fun and I'm currently sweltering in my room right now. <laughs> so I'll leave it 
to Mr. Donnie to finish it off. Thanks. All right. Well, thank you very much to Mavia for coming on. And we'll be right back with the next segment. Bomb City, baby. It's the BHB Player of the Week. So now we're going to get into the Player of the Week. So I'm taking a look at all these stats. And, man, I'll tell you, there's a, there's a lot of people that played great games. I mean, Smashing Jackson played had a good week. Thermos Monsoon had a good week. Pretty much every steamer had a good week against the Mad Pandas. But uh, the Hummingbirds and the Cazadors, I mean, there was players all around. I can't limit it down to just three guys and try to take a vote. So really, everybody's just going to get Player of the Week. Hell with it. Hell with it. Because there's, there's really there's too many good good performances this week. So uh, there is going to be no Player of the Week this week. So um, just everybody, when you get a chance, give yourself a pat on the back. Uh, so next up is going to be the League Rumors. It's time for League Rumors. So welcome back. We are now in the league rumors. So let's just jump right into a few of these. Uh, the man meets may be looking for a new GM next season. Felter snatch was seen leaving the front office in his truck filled with beer, alcohol, and tobacco. I mean, to me, that sounds like a really good time. So I'm not sure what he's trying to do, but, uh, you know, apparently he's gonna go find some hookers and blow. That's 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 a good way to go. Uh, been seeing a couple people with some endorsement deals in the league. Barry Steak Fries, obviously one of the best pitchers in the BHB, got a got an endorsement deal with Lamb Weston. Supposedly heard his diet consists of ninety percent potatoes. So congratulations to Barry Steak Fries. And I think Thurman's Thermos Monsoon also got a deal with Campbell's Chunky Soup. Congratulations on that. And now it is going to be major announcement time. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. All right, so as the music suggests, we do have breaking news that will be coming into the show today. Uh, It was announced that the Jamaican Hummingbirds, or Jamaica Hummingbirds actually, I'm sorry, are officially rebranding. Uh, so they are going to be known as the Kirky Turkeys. Uh, so kind of a nice little play on words there. I, I believe probably they should be based out of Albuquerque. So congrats to Tom Schaefer and to the new rebranding. We did see a preview in yesterday's games of the logo and the uniforms. They look pretty good. You know, taking that green and substituting it for a blue, it, it actually looked pretty nice. So, um, so, you know, once again, they should be starting that next week. They'll be officially known as the Kirky Turkeys. And we're going to go ahead and do the wrap-up. Next week in the BHB. As the music suggests, this is next week in the BHB. So this is where we'll be going over some of the key matchups that will be happening. Uh, so let's just get this out of the way first. Um, I am not going to be doing a dick shot money shot this week. Uh, I'm still feeling the ass raping that I took from picking the man meats to sweep the crickets. And it was the crickets sweeping the man meat. So uh, props to the crickets, though, for a good series that they had. So let's just get right into this. Um, the The first series that we're going to be talking about is the Mad Pandas against the San Juan Cazadores. Uh, obviously, from now until the end of the regular season, the Mad Pandas will be on the road. Uh, so the Darla show will be on the road. 
Uh, so if you want to see that pasty white ass in a teeny bikini, come on down to San Juan. Uh, she doesn't get a lot of sun. It's going to look like the damn moon is out there in the middle of the beaches of San Juan. Um, but should be a good series. You know, they split the last series two to two that they played in each other. Uh, the steamers or the steamers took three or four from the mad pandas. So the bad pandas took the last game. So obviously they're going to be looking to make a comeback in that. And then the Cazadores have got to prove something. They just got swept by the Kirky Turkeys. Now they are known as the Kirky Turkeys. Um, so it should be interesting to see how they rebound from that as well. So let's just jump right into that next series. It is going to be the Man Meats and the Turkeys. So the Man Meats being embarrassed, I think, being swept by the Crickets. Um, they got a rebound. You know, they Howie Felter Snatch and that gang over there has got a rebound. Uh, there was some league rumors that were going around, which will be addressed here later um, about the man meets. But right now, they've really got to focus on just getting back to playing ball, getting back to the basics. And then the Kirky Turkeys, obviously, sweeping the Cazadores last week. Um, you know, they had a good series. They're riding in a four-game win streak against this team. Uh, so let's just see how they how they respond to that. Will they keep going? Will they falter? Will the New Jerseys look pretty badass? Yeah, they will, actually. Uh, we got a good preview of that in the last game that they played. I uh, really like how that looks, but we'll... Uh, you know, obviously we've already discussed that part. So now looking into the last series is the Crickets riding that four game win streak, traveling to Cleveland to play our favorite piles of shit, the Cleveland Steamers. Uh, the Steamers offense was just on fire against the Mad Pandas. They took three or four from the Mad Pandas, and really they almost won that game in the last game until I stepped up to the plate and decided to put my big dick out there and take a big swing for the fence and got a home run and got the woman that night in Darla. So they're going to be really coming into the series um, on fire. Barry Steak Fries, one of the best pitchers in the BHB, uh, will be proving again to see if he can do another complete game. Uh, the Crickets, though, got the momentum right now. I mean, they're they're riding a four-game win streak. Uh, they've been playing pretty good ball, but now you have a real test coming up against the Steamers, so it's going to be really fun to see how they handle that series. So you can hear that music. So that means it's Darla time, baby. I'm sitting here in my chair in the owner's box, taking a good look at her. She just got out of her hot yoga studio. I think she was actually doing some Taibo at the same time. So she is going to be extra, extra sweaty. She's just glistening off the sunlight, her pasty big white ass. So hopefully she'll get a little bit of sun when we go down to San Juan next week to take on the Cazadores. But I do want to address a little bit of stuff about Darla. I mean, she is Darla. She is the official bitch of the BHB. She is just a sexy, vibrant, big-ass woman. Um, if you love, if you like a lot of love, if you like a lot of meat, you'll love Darla. It, she's not just for Donnie Dickshot. She's not just for me. I mean, don't get me wrong. She does love the Dickshot money shot, but she really just is for the league. 
She loves to spread the love, as you will say. And as you can see last week, I think she spread the love a little too much to Dong and the boys over there over there in Cleveland because uh, they totally were kicking our ass. So, you know, if you want to get a little Darla love, she might even be open for some San Juan Cazadores to help them get out of the funk that they're in. Um, so, Mafia, you can always come hit me up, talk a little Darla talk. Um, have that double header that we were talking about. <laughs> um, so, with that... Um, as I can see, Darla's already got some stir fry, some chicken stir fry going. She's got a lot of chicken in there. I mean, there's just chicken galore. It's really not chicken stir fry. It's just chicken. Um, so that's her favorite thing, but she's ready to go. Um, I thought I actually heard the doorbell ring. I think she might have ordered some Domino's Meat Lover's Pizza because we know how much she loves meat. So uh, that looks like for me, that's going to be my time to go. Uh, but I do want to thank everybody for coming to the show today. Um, wanted to give a little small announcement that next week, uh, the BHB Tonight will probably release on the weekend. Um, as I said, me and Darla are going to be going down to San Juan for the week. Uh, so we might be just a little delayed on getting the material out to you. But trust me, we will get the material out to you. Uh, so this is me signing off. I will see you guys next week on the BHB Tonight.